Are you ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk all around sports. Here is your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to my 390th ever show of all around sports. Reach Monday at noon Eastern time. We broadcast live from Boston. We go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened this weekend and what's ahead for the week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788. Or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, which comes to me through my website at www.iirsports.com. As always, I will give you my highlights, lowlights, and bizarre news items from this past week. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. First, before we get started, I want to thank all essential personnel for keeping us safe during this unprecedented pandemic era. My highlight of the week is the NFL draft, and hats off to the NFL for conducting just a terrific three-day virtual event, basically the first sports event of significance in months, and it took place flawlessly this past weekend, started Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, and I think it really gave uh, starving sports fans like myself a big boost. Not surprisingly, it was record ratings of 15 million on the first night, Thursday night. And for the weekend overall, 55 million people tuned in. Uh, both shat- obviously, they shattered all previous records given uh, quarantining and stay at home and everything else. Uh, it was really fun, it was a unique look. The way it was done virtually, I thought Commissioner Roger Goodell was simply fantastic from start to finish. Um, I, I thought we just saw him in a way we haven't ever really seen him before, kind of casual down in, in his basement uh, and really just handling the whole situation beautifully. It also offered a unique look beyond the commissioner from Belichick's dog uh, sitting at his seat in front of the computers to uh, Cliff Kingsbury's palatial home out in the Phoenix area. I believe it was Scottsdale, if I'm not mistaken, which would make sense. Scottsdale's beautiful. And most importantly, it just gave us an opportunity to get a peek inside the homes of so many GMs and coaches and draftees uh, with their families and whatnot. Uh, I thought it was really, really uh, a lot of fun, Uh, and kudos to the IT department of the NFL and all their partners for basically conducting pretty much a flawless event over the course of three days. Um, I don't see how it could have gone any, any better. Um, 
getting to the draft itself. Of course, got off to a fast start with Tua, uh, the number one big question in the draft. Where would Tua go? He went number five to the Dolphins. Uh, people had that predicted, but it was really a wild card. And that leads into my low light of the week, which was the Green Bay Packers literally shocking everyone by moving up in the draft to draft Jordan Love, who will obviously be Aaron Rodgers' backup. And so apparently they just loved Jordan Love, pun intended, uh, and moved up to get him when he was available at a spot they felt like moving up to. But again, the Packers, uh, as we heard all weekend long, were, you know, a game away from the Super Bowl, and you'd think they'd have a win now. How can we help Aaron Rodgers' approach? Uh, but that just wasn't the case. And uh, other highlights from the draft, uh, just staying local here. Um, Patriots, 20 minutes from Gillette Stadium as we speak. And basically, uh, they did not pick a quarterback or did they pick a wide receiver? Uh, most people felt they had a needed quarterback, and there was a record number of wide receivers chosen. And leave it to the Patriots and Bill Belichick to just simply uh, baffle everybody by drafting a name that we're not familiar with from a school that many are not familiar with. It was Kyle Duger, safety, from Lenore Rhine, a Division II school. I had to. I confess, I had to look it up to know exactly where it was, and it's in North Carolina. And uh, and off they went. So again, uh, classic Patriots. He certainly looks like a player, um, big time. Like reminds me a little bit of the you know Jamie Collins pick. Someone not everybody was familiar with, but just freakishly athletic. He looks to be in that mold. And that rolls into my bizarre story of the week, which was before the draft, the pre-draft stunner, which obviously is Rob Gronkowski, Gronk, returning to football, play with Tom Brady and the Bucks. Firstly, I'm loving it since the NFL was better off with Gronk in it. The season ticket holder of the Patriots, I've been there for all of Gronk's uh, spectacular career, and I'm just glad it's happening again uh and again you know the league is in a better place with Gronk in it let alone him catching passes again from Tom Brady and I'd say at this point that officially makes Tampa Bay New England South so on that note why don't we take our break and next up will be our weekly call-in expert AP Stedham veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. So don't go anywhere. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Want to play the ponies and win? At Winning Ponies, we go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, and handicappers. The Winning Ponies Radio Show with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Catch us live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Win prizes just for calling in. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports, and I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And it's that time of the year when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well, joins us. And A.P., how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, John. Thank you for having me on this show. Well, thank you for joining us. And as I just said and say every single week, you have covered Alabama football forever. And another big weekend for Alabama football and the NFL draft, needless to say, and clearly the story before the draft and, in my mind, after the draft, was Tua going at number five to the Miami Dolphins. I have to just assume you were thrilled to see that happen. Yeah, it was the first time, John, Alabama had a quarterback selected in the first round since Richard Todd was taken at number six by the New York Jets in 1976, 44 years. Wow. That's why we love having you on, AP. That's the kind of stuff we don't get anywhere else. I I know you mentioned (laughs) that probably recently, but. Having the reality of two of being drafted and breaking that 44-year drought is incredible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Tua could have gone anywhere from basically number two the whole way up to 222. <laughs> Nobody would have been completely shocked. Uh, but, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, he went to not only in the right spot, but to the right team. Uh, the Dolphins, what can you say? They have a needed quarterback. They have Ryan Fitzpatrick there uh, to uh, train Tua, if you will. Uh, I think he's almost a perfect guy to come in behind for at least a year. 
They also have Josh Rosen. That'll be interesting to see what happens with Josh Rosen. But anyway, Tua. Uh, he's a, he's a, just a lovable guy. And nobody can speak highly. And everybody just speaks so highly of him that I, I, I think we all wish him the best of luck, especially down there in Miami. Yeah, I think so. It's a warm weather situation, and right. and John, what else? What else? Go on record as saying about Tua and the NFL is, you know, he's as I said many times to you in the audience, uh, he's the uh, as good as anybody I've seen wearing the crimson white, playing the quarterback position at Alabama, and you know, and that's Joe Namath and Kenny Stabler, and you know, of course, I didn't see Bart Starr, but. I mean, if Tua has a supporting cast, he's in the right system, he gets some receivers that are capable, uh, I think he has a fair chance to be a good NFL quarterback and make the team uh, a winner and have a chance to compete for this for the Super Bowl. But, you know, I, I, I've seen this film, and I don't know if you watched this video, they had the prior quarterbacks t- Taken number one, you know, through the years, uh, Joey Harrington and Joe Marcus Russell and Johnny Manziel, and you see all these analysts on television raving and claiming they're the, the best thing of all time, and and they were all total, uh, you know, players that you know were cut and, and never to play in the league very long. I mean, it was just really strange to watch these people who are so involved in the game of football. I mean, this is like John Gruden saying Johnny Manziel top of his list and, right. uh, you know, Ron Jaworski and all these people are telling you these quarterbacks are going to be great in the league. Well, I won't make that statement about two. I mean, I just qualified by what I said. He, I guess, like, yeah, he's been the best player at Alabama I've seen at that position, uh, you know, since a, a Kenny Stabler type. So, but, Let's see what happens. Let's see if they have the right coaching staff and the people that groom him and and what happens with the supporting cast if he has receivers and tight ends and running backs, offensive line to protect him. Yes. Well, great analysis, AP, and just a, a bold statement, uh, and rightfully so, for you to say he's the best you've seen down there, uh, since Kenny Stabler is, uh, you know, just speaks to uh, what he's done. Maybe no player in the history of college football ever burst on the scene like he did uh, to win the national championship, save the day, as it were, <laughs> you know, as a freshman and uh, win it with a long t- pass in overtime, that national championship. And so he was instantly thrust into the public consciousness and he's done nothing to disappoint since then uh any issues with Tua have just been with injuries no other issue and these days uh you know he's cleared what else can you say multiple I don't know if any football players ever been more quote cleared than him right AP (laughs) every doctor in in America I think has offered an opinion it seems (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think they counted all his teeth, I think, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. Um, and good for him. Really good for him. And if memory serves me correctly, AP, uh, there was an Alabama player chosen really high up, offensive lineman, correct? Yeah, Jedrick Wills Jr., uh, he's out of uh, Kentucky. He was a top player from that state. He was a right tackle at Alabama, uh, started for a few years. He has the versatility, I believe, to play the left tackle position, and, and this Cleveland Browns chose him. I think one of the surprises of the draft, John, was the offensive tackle taken by the New York Giants. 
he was the first one off the board. Correct. And, uh, you know, some of the pre, uh, the, the mock drafts had him as maybe, maybe the third or fourth. So that was, uh, the first surprise for me in the draft, but yeah, Drake is a very smart player. He he can move, and like I said, he protected the blind side of Tua because we, as we know, Tua the left-hander, so he's on the right side for Alabama. So, and one other thing about the draft, John was uh, we mentioned this before that Alabama had four offensive players uh, chosen in the first round and, uh, it was at the, you know, two was at number five and, and Henry Ruggs, the third was a wide receiver taken by Oakland and Jedrick Wills, uh, junior was taken by Cleveland at 10. And then at 15 was Jerry Judy. Well, that was the first time it's happened in, since the common draft of 67. And it happened in 1968, John, with the USC and Ron Yeri, Earl McCullough, is running back and I think a lineman from USC. So that's that's quite a, a time frame between uh, you know since 1968 to 2020. Correct, exactly. And yep, the Alabama receivers went high as uh, as expected. Uh, no disappointment there. Uh, no waiting around the virtual no. green room, as it were. And uh, no, and I was just no. I was glad to see it. You know, and, and back to Tua, by the way, you have the best nickname I've heard maybe all year in, in college football, if not all of sports, which is the professor of chemistry, if I'm not mistaken. That's it, John. That's what I dubbed them because he can get it done with all those receivers. He made them all number of my trap choices. And there's two that are still on the team, Jalen Waddle, uh, a junior, and then Devontae Smith chose to come back for a senior season. So, yeah, they are all significant uh, pl- uh, figures in the passing game, and it was because of Tua Tungvaluwa. Exactly. And, again, I, I just love that nickname. And chemistry, of course, referring to the fact that he keeps everybody happy, uh, keeps everybody in the mix, shall we say. And yeah. as a... Tom Brady watcher of the last 20 years down the street at Gillette Stadium of all his many, many attributes of which there are countless right at the top of the list for me from day one has been exactly that AP, uh, his ability to throw to a wide range of receivers, keeps everybody happy, holds all kinds of records for, you know, throwing to different receivers and whatever touchdowns to X number of receivers in a given year and whatnot. And I think if Tua follows along in his footsteps, more power to him because I, I think that's a, a very important uh, quality, if not top three in my book. Because, again, you want to keep your players happy, your teammates. Yeah, it keeps everybody involved. And, it, and as you said, it's, it's good for the morale of the team. And, and, uh, John, what other thing, uh, two other things about the, uh, Alabama quarterback and the two receivers, that hasn't happened, uh, those three individuals being drafted in one round since LSU 2007. 2007, the quarterback and the two receivers. And then, uh, Jerry Judy and Henry Rooks III being selected, who were a pair of Alabama receivers. That's the fifth time that's happened since the common draft, but, uh, the two that were, were just, taken from Alabama were the highest, in other words, because Jerry Judy was 15. The other four sets, the, the receiver went, you know, maybe 20-something or 30 in the round, something like that. So Alabama had the two combined highest uh, drafted receivers as a pair since the common draft, but it's been the fifth time. Wow. 
that's a great statistic as well. AP, I got to ask you, were you, I would have thought Jerry Judy might have gone above Henry Ruggs III. Were you surprised at all? I mean, it's like comparing Lynn Swan and John Stallworth, basically. They're both great, but I, I think I had it in my head that Jerry, Jerry Judy maybe has a slightly bigger name recognition. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's probably a good way to, to view the situation, John. There's different types of receivers. You know, Henry, Rugg, Henry Ruggs III, I was there the day he signed with Alabama at his high school, Robert E. Lee in Montgomery, Alabama. And Henry is five foot eleven. He's, he's thin, and he's a great basketball player, John. I, I, you saw those highlights of him dunking the ball, driving through the lane with two hands. And, I mean, yes. he's way above the range. He jumps 40-inch 40, 40 vertical, 40-inch-plus vertical. I mean, he's very athletic. So that's what always um, – you know, helps me decide on a player that they played basketball. So, you know, he has good hands and you know that he's going to be elusive and then he has all that speed. So right. he wasn't the number one receiver at Alabama, but Henry, the first six passes he caught at Alabama, he scored a touchdown. So what if he's wow. getting the ball more <laughs> on, the, on the pro level? So he's going to be a prolific touchdown maker, I think. And now, now it's a question of can he get off the line of scrimmage with those defensive backs? Because, as I said, uh, he has the quickness, but he, he's not big physically. And then Jerry Judy, he's a natural catching the ball. I mean, and Henry Ruggs too. You saw Henry can high point the the ball as well. But Jerry is very elusive. He can stop and start. Uh, tremendous route runner. Good hands. You know, and, and they were saying, oh, he dropped a few. Yeah, receivers out drop a few. Uh, that's not going to stop me from selecting them. Yeah, that's not going to stop me because he's going to do many more good things. And, uh, you know, and he's a, a player that wants to come up big in the um, against the tough opponents. So, yeah, Jerry, Judy, I think it's really the preference, uh, John, which one you, you want to be part of your team. Either one, I, I would take either one myself personally. But uh, Henry in a straight line, good luck catching him. Right, and you just said it perfectly. You literally uh, took, away, took the words right out of my mouth in that, look who picked him, Henry Ruggs, the famous, you know, <laughs> throw a deep team, the Raiders, of course, Kenny Stabler, all of it, yes. Daryl LaMonica. When I think of the Raiders, yes. I think of, you know, Daryl LaMonica dropping back and throwing the ball as far as he can to, to Cliff Branch. I mean, yes. that's literally yeah, the, my, yeah, the, my image. Yeah, the mad bomber. Yeah, the yeah. mad bomber, right? Yeah, exactly, and so it just makes perfect sense. The minute they picked it, that was my first thought in my head when they picked yeah. Harry Ruggs. Like, oh, yeah, speed demon, straight straight route runner. Um, and Jerry Judy, you hit the, you said the magic phrase. I heard some people say pre-draft he, he was like maybe the best route runner they've ever seen. These are the experts, and so that speaks volumes for him, too. Um I was, by the way, very pleased to see he's going to be joined by K.J. Hamler uh, from Penn State. Yeah. What a dynamic <laughs> duo. I mean, yeah, and I'm a Penn State guy, as we all know, growing up near there. And, boy, all I can say is it appears their new quarterback will be Drew Locke, right, from Missouri, if I'm not mistaken, a couple of years ago. Yes, yes. So I hope Drew Locke has a good arm because those two players could wear him out. <laughs> say the least. <laughs> yeah, they'll put the pressure on the defensive backs and the secondary for, for certain. And I think that's the 
if uh, first play that Denver is an Alabama player that Denver's taken above round three in a very long time. It's quite a while since that happened. Yeah, what that tells me, AP, is, you know, and again, I watch Penn State and people like K.J. Hamler. I was at the whiteout last year when K.J. Hamler had one of the biggest games of his career against Michigan that night. Uh, by the way, seems like a lifetime ago. I might throw that in there, <laughs> given the pandemic. <laughs> don't think I'll be sitting with 110,000 people anytime soon. Um, no, no. But anyway, AP, it, the subtle message I got was the Broncos must think very highly of Drew Locke as being more than capable of distributing the ball to those two guys. So I just yeah. found it fascinating to, that they walk away with a pair like that uh, for, you know, with a quarterback that we don't know a whole lot about. He kind of started the last couple no. games there last year. And so we shall see that they must, they must think highly of him to bring in those two weapons at the top of the draft. Yeah, I think so. They're going to give them the um, opportunity with those two young receivers. I mean, they'll be anxious to succeed, and uh, and Drew Locke will be as well. So it's, it's a good combination of, of uh, youth, youth to help your team win some more football games. Exactly. Well, it is going to be fun, AP, and, uh, you know, it was just a great draft. We'll, we'll get into it more. But for now, why don't we take our break? We covered the highlights, which, uh, as with every draft these days, consists a lot of how Alabama did in the draft and basically, you know, just uh, breaking records. As the one you just mentioned with the two receivers uh, every year in the past decade or so, it seems like Alabama breaks some type of new draft record. And uh, they did it again. So why don't we take our break? Still a whole lot more to get to on the other side. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show. The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports. And I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. Back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. And A.P., we were obviously talking NFL draft in the previous segment uh, with a focus on Alabama and another... uh, Record-setting draft for them, but AP was also a record-setting draft for the SEC, who you cover just as well uh, out of the, you know, Alabama slot, shall we say? Um, this felt like to me the best ever draft for the SEC that I can remember. Yeah, John, it was another a great year for them. I think this is is it maybe fourteen years in a row they've had the most from their conference. It ended up being sixty-three. And I believe it was 40 in the first three rounds, which was a set of record that I think the record was 40 and four, but they did it in three rounds, which amazing. Uh, that's yeah, that, that number is uh, fabulous. I mean, there's just the talent is in the Southeast. Uh, they, they're bringing talent now from other areas of the country. Yep. So it's it really multiplied, John. It's it. I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon because the most of the players they want to they want to be on television against the best competition and normally the SEC has uh multiple teams in the top 10 and and you could compete for a championship yeah i mean it's it's just a testament to the SEC and you know the big games are bigger than life but what i what i think of the SEC what i think of is you know if i'm flicking through on a saturday afternoon with more than a dozen choices at any moment of games to watch, I am always going to pick the SEC game as a default, and it doesn't matter who it is. It could be the two worst teams in the SEC, whoever it is. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I could pick random. You know, Mississippi <laughs> State against whatever Tennessee. You know, and I don't mean either of them as being bad as much as they're not Alabama or LSU, but you know, they're just teams that right. I'm not overly familiar with. But I'll tune in half the reason for just simply the pageantry, you know, whatever it is, you know, I know I always yes. instantly know there's going to be a great crowd there. doesn't matter where uh, it can be Starkville or it can be, you know, Birmingham. It doesn't or Tuscaloosa, I should say. It doesn't matter. Right. It, it's no. just uh, any team in the SEC. I instantly know I'm going to see quality football with a great crowd and more than likely pretty darn exciting. 
Yeah, they have so many traditions as well, John, all different and unique uh, from the Grove at the Ole Miss uh, right. to the Swamp in Florida and the Mayland Stadium in Tennessee where they have the Volunteer Navy. Uh, you know, Al- Alabama's got their quad and A&M's got the 12th man. And, yep. You know, Arkansas calls the hogs up there in the northwest part of the state and, you know, yep. Vanderbilt anchor down and. Columbia, the the loud, uh, vociferous crowd that they have there every weekend. They're they're one of the you know the best groups of fans to support a team. The South Carolina, uh, in Missouri, that you know they're a newcomer to the to the SEC, but they're always a surprise team. You know since they've been a part of the league. Uh, you know, in Kentucky is you know of basketball noted school but they have some good football teams with, with mark stoops has done up there so and the commonwealth state um you know uh so you know you look around the league it's always fun it's always competitive usually yeah and a good example of that ap is you know for the first time uh this past may almost a year ago uh this weekend literally uh hard to believe you know, went down, stayed in Nashville, went to the Kentucky Derby up in Louisville, a two-and-a-half-hour drive north, but as part of the weekend in, in Nashville, walked around Vanderbilt University, which was spectacular, and just as importantly, you know, uh, their athletic area, the, the football stadium. And I remember just thinking, you know, and when you think of the SEC, let's face it, you're not thinking Vanderbilt as their power. They're a tremendously right. strong academic re- reputation. But I remember as soon as I walked around with it on a beautiful day last May, you know, I was just thinking, yeah, th- th- this this is big time. This is this is SEC worthy, uh, both the setting, the university, and the town it was in. And, you know, that's when I just kind of thought to myself, you know, if Vanderbilt is, you know, at the bottom of the list competition-wise, uh and this is what it looks like visually at an empty stadium in May, (laughs) then that's pretty, that's pretty darn good. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then I forgot to mention uh, the, between the hedges and Athens, Georgia and the loveliest city on the plains over at Auburn. Where the Eagle comes down before the, before the ball game. Yes. And uh, I had the good, when I, when I lived on the Gulf Coast of Florida back in my 20s, uh, literally my second weekend there, uh, I was taken to the Swamp for a Florida-Tennessee game. I'll never forget it. Uh, loved it. I, coming out of Penn State uh, games my entire life, uh, I remember instantly noticing just the fabulous crowd and whatnot. And then uh, the next year I ended up being taken by the same group back to Florida LSU at the swamp. So I got to see two of the great <laughs> fan bases in all of college football in my twenties, early twenties, yeah. yeah, right did. out of college. And so, yeah, so I, I got an early education to the sec at that, you know, a high level education, shall we say. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yes. yeah. So, you know, again, just, it, it's just a wonderful it, league it, and it pays off on draft yeah. day. Oh yeah, and John, we didn't, you know, mention Death Valley at LSU. They had fourteen selected in this year's draft, which is, I think that that ties Ohio State. I think. I mean, I think Texas in '84, John, when they had a, a bigger draft, I think he had seventeen taken. 
1984. But this is with a seven-round draft, I think. The highest is 14. I think LSU tied Ohio State. So that's going to be quite a revamping of their team with Ed Ogeron for the 2020 edition. Yep. Well, you don't mind uh, revamping or rebuilding or whatever you want to call it when you're doing it with a yeah. national championship trophy in, in, in the old no. trophy box. <laughs> and no. it did. I mean, the draft basically reinforced what a spectacular team they were and uh, – a season for the ages by any standard from Joe Burrow as number one overall pick. Uh, and he just set the tone, you know, a pick that just jumped right out at me since we're all watching Patrick Mahomes these days is Clyde Edwards Hilaire out of LSU or running back. And the minute they made yeah. that selection last pick of the first round, I just thought to myself like, Oh wow. Something my instinct just said, Patrick Mahomes just got another spectacular weapon and one they don't really have. This guy could be a superstar, you know, behind Patrick Mahomes and add another dimension to that amazing Chiefs offense that's only going to get better with him or without him, <laughs> but with him especially. Yeah, 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 John, he's a very good player. I like him a lot. He's soft right. hands coming out of the backfield. I think he ended up catching 40 or 50 passes this year. And, uh, He's a, a good runner. He's strong. He's low to the ground. I think he's about five eight, a little bit over five eight. But right. he, he had over a thousand yards, and he, he's just uh, um, every down back. I think. I mean, you put him in the ball game, you can run him inside, run him outside, come out of the backfield, throw him the pass. He'll make a first down for you on a short yardage with the you know on his receptions, and he's hard to tackle. Um, and so LSU had a quarterback wide receiver and running back taken in the first round. That that made it might have set a record too, John, if I, some type of record as well. Right, for offensive skill players. Uh, yeah, yeah, and as we close out this segment, AP, I heard uh, this morning on ESPN someone make the comparison to Bryant Westbrook uh, of the Philadelphia Eagles, who, of course, was like, you know, part of that – Eagles team with Donovan McNabb, Andy Reid's the coach. There's the common denominator. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and that was the team that went to five straight NFC title games, one Super Bowl appearance. And yeah, Brian Westbrook was a household name uh, operating in an Andy Reid offense back in the 90s. So I could see a little bit more of that, but it was a great comparison size-wise, skill-wise. So yeah, that's, uh, again, that, that that just really caught my eye, simply rooted in the fact that, you know, it's another weapon for Patrick Mahomes, which is going to be amazing to watch. Right, right. And that's a natural for them to be on that, that team, the Kansas City and Andy Reid. But, John, how'd you like the selection of Jordan Love with Green Bay? I, mean, I think that's going to be a love fest, no pun intended, up there <laughs> with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's going to be a love fest uh, between those two, but I think... Right. Green Bay fell in love with uh, Jordan Love and moving up to get him. Um, yeah. I, I talked about this in my first segment, AP, as, as like, you know, just a shocker. I mean, Green Bay is, you know, one game away from the Super Bowl and you think they'd been, be in a win-now mentality. But that's just not yeah. the case with this pick. No matter how good you think he is and how good he might become, it's, it's definitely not right. a win-now. But AP... Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I did want to get your opinion on that. What did you think as we close out this segment? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it was a strange selection myself. I mean, because it wasn't an overwhelming uh, pick, uh, Jordan Love. You know, his accuracy is a question mark, and unless I have that number one on, you know, with the quarterback I'm taking, uh, I, I can wait on someone else. And like you said, they're one game away from the Super Bowl. I'm going right to the heart of the matter. Where are we? The we need somebody that can uh, significantly change our outcome in that last game of the season. You know, what what can we do to to uh, launch ourselves into the Super Bowl? Who who give us the most uh, value at in the number one slot to help us be a Super Bowl team? That's it, AP. And if it's and if no if no position comes to mind, you just draft a wide receiver or a pass catching running back like James White of the Patriots, and that's that. Yeah. <laughs> Off you go. Just give Aaron Rodgers right. another weapon to take that final yeah. next step. Uh, but AP, uh, why don't we take our break now and a few more things to get to on the other side. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I'm your host, John Inglesby, and back on the line with us is our weekly call and expert, A.P. Stedham. 
veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. And AP, uh, curious to get a couple, uh, your opinion on a couple of uh, interesting occurrences off the draft board, shall we say. Jameis Winston apparently in talks uh, to go with the New Orleans Saints. I know he's a local legend, grew up in Alabama, and New Orleans isn't that far away. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I know it's probably a good conscious decision he made, John, to be the backup to Drew Brees. He yep. can learn quite a few things. I mean, he's a quarterback that gets rid of the ball quickly and not one to, to throw a lot of interceptions. And we all know that Jameis is the first 30-30 player I think ever, that's, that's correct, 30 touchdowns, correct. 30 interceptions. The, that that's is not correct. a club you want to join. Yeah, no. you don't want to join that no. club. Or start. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, and so that's a, that's a wise choice that he's made. I couldn't agree more. I think it's a perfect landing spot from him. He's grew up in Alabama, so he's not far from home where he grew up. And I just think... Uh, right. You know, and we all saw what Teddy Bridgewater did behind Drew Brees last year and parlayed that into, a, I think, a 5-0 and record as the starter for the Saints and a fabulous contract and his own team up there in Carolina now. And the other big non-draft move is Gronk. Rob Gronkowski signing with the Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm loving it. He's going to be catches, catching footballs again from Tom Brady. And I think the NFL is better off for it. Yeah, and depending on how they utilize him during the season, John, they could, uh, you know, refrain from putting him on the field, you know, with X amount of plays and save him for the playoffs. If, you know, that that's the scenario, that's a, a good thing for his body as well. And then Tom Brady is going to feel comfortable in that offense no matter uh, what happens because Gronk will be the, the safety valve at all times and when he's in the lineup. But, uh, you know, they have O.J. Howard uh, drafted out of Alabama one a few years back. I'm not sure they're going to re- retain him or they're going to – yeah, he's on the trading block. I mean, that's been the word, but um, they weren't able to do it before the draft. But I know that they've got a, another couple of tight ends on the roster. So, but I know it's to have Gronk with Tom Brady – it's a perfect and ideal situation for both of them. Correct. Uh, he is the ultimate security blanket for any quarterback, especially Tom Brady and perhaps the history of football, period. And uh, and he's right. simply as unstoppable a football player as I've ever seen, personally. And uh, I think he's just perfect. It was up to me. I think I'd keep him for third down and red zone only AP, and I would lighten his blocking load. A lot of people don't know that, you know, in the last couple of years, uh, especially the last Super Bowl a couple of years ago when they beat the Rams that season, he was more of a blocker than a pass catcher. We all know his injury history. He's a tremendous blocker. I mean, always underrated, but how can it not be underrated when you look at his pass catching skills and athleticism? But AP, I love it. Just glad to see Gronk back in the NFL, especially paired with Tom Brady again. So it's going to be fun to watch the Bucs, I'll tell you. Hope they're on every week. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. They'll, they'll get a lot of publicity with those two being on the team. No, no question. No question at all. And AP, I want to thank you for calling in. 
fun to talk draft. Uh, you know, we just barely scratched the surface, and given the absence of sports, we may have to delve in again a little bit next week to uh, uh, <laughs> grade some of the teams once we have even further time to digest it all. But thank you for your expertise. Hey, thank you, John. That sounds like a good plan. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Perfect. And as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports, and we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at noon Eastern Time. Thanks again for tuning into All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific weekend, and we'll talk sports again next week.